0: So who is Milton A. Duggar Jr. in the 21st century? Well, first of all, I'm a guy who in the 20th century attended Henry Holland Garnett Elementary School, number 103. The 100 numbers meant in those days that it was a black school, I'm sorry, colored, and then Negro, all right. then we got to black. So. <laughs> then I went to Booker T. Washington Junior High School, the most exciting three years of my life from age 11 to 14. And then I attended an integrated Baltimore City College from 1957 to 1960, and then I Integrated and was the one black male graduate in the class of 1964 at what is today Towson University. My deal for going to Towson for free was to teach in the Baltimore City public schools, which I did for almost 10 years, and then I joined the New York Life Insurance Company as an agent and a now also registered representative for NyLife Securities. This is my 48th year, which hopefully will be completed on July 1, 2021. I'm going for 50 minimum, and that would be in 2023, July 1. At Towson, while being in the Glee Club, I met, as I mentioned in the other part, Charles Steinmetz, who had a band. He asked me to audition for his band and I became the singer for his band. It was called the Caravels, and they played around town at Towson. We wound up having a fellow say we, he wanted to record us. And so we went into the studio and we recorded a song I had written. And it was a quite an adventure because when we came out of the studio, we found out we couldn't use the name Caravelles because Boulevard Watch Company had a patent and copyright on the name Caravel Caravel Watch. So we became the Showmans, C H A U M O N T S, which really related to a city in France that somebody's father, I think the, my, my buddy's father knew knew of, and so we became the Showmans band. And in 1967, we went into the studio to do a, um, what do you call them? Uh, I I guess it's it's a kind of um, advertising recording. But at the end of that recording session, we did an original song called Love is the Thing. Well, as fate would have it, this thing led to the forming of a record label and the band went on to bigger things and we became business people and all that. And so that's how I got into the entertainment through my now deceased buddy, Charles Steinmetz. And it's through the entertainment business that uh, I got again, reassociated with the uh, Lexington market. I have a record label myself called Gumption Records uh, because I had the gumption to reenter the entertainment business back in 1990. So uh, that's how we got there with that story. Uh, it's, it's been a, an interesting, thrilling time, but it all began with Lafayette Avenue and Pennsylvania Avenue, 1329 Pennsylvania Avenue to be precise, the Royal Theater my same grandmother Clark took me to the Royal Theater in the 1940s or maybe early 1950, no later than that. So I was about eight years old and she took me to see a fellow called Sugar Child Robinson, a phenomenal little boy who played the boogie woogie on the piano. I fell in love with that plus the uh, booker t washington junior high school did what they call operettas and i fell in love with live entertainment and i became a regular at the royal theater every saturday from approximately 1955 to 1975 or, or be- just when it closed okay maybe been 69 And I was there every Saturday from 12 to six, two shows for the price of one because they didn't throw you out when the one show was over. So uh, I saw the entire Motown review for 50 cents.